0: I am going to stress this aspect once again because it has happened in 2016 and the dissent or a specific group of people which have been targeting the current regime for being repressive hasn't like even under the new regime nothing has changed. It, the dissent has been there and they were having the space which they had earlier so coming to the things like why the dissent or the cry for dissent or repression is now hitting the headlines so uh, so to say the uh, the intellectual cabal or the leftists or whatever you can say they were like really um, men what do you say flabbergasted at like uh, uh, narendra modi's victory Be, uh, uh, and what has happened in 2014 is phenomenal in the sense like it was for the first time center of right party has come to power with absolute majority so till then like even uh, most of the times it was like center of uh, li- right sorry center of left which has been ruling india so it didn't make any much difference to this entire cabal so they, and most of their dissenting voices actually, so to speak, had like a kind of a personal hatred or enmity and also they felt threatened in the sense like for the past six decades, only one narrative used to dominate the political discourse or the cultural discourse. So to say, every aspect of the governance or the administration. So, I mean, it is like quite puzzling in the sense, like for a country of 1.3 billion, it's like, uh, I mean, it's unimaginable that there there can't be any alternative narratives. But uh, it so happened that for the past six decades, only one narrative has dominated, and all other narratives or the alternative narratives are scuttled, and then they weren't given their space or. They were forcibly restrained, even sometimes. So that was the case, and that mean so. Two thousand fourteen has been the watershed moment for India, I should say. And after that, it so happened like uh, uh, within an year of uh, Narendra Modi taking into power, uh, this cabal felt rattled in the sense for the first time like they were feeling the pressure of being checked because uh, some of these peop- intellectuals or the leftists um, they were feeling the pressure in the sense like for the first time foreign funds are being scrutinized and they were like not allowed to have the men, the kind of a freedom with which they used to get the uh, funds from abroad that was one reason like um, they were uh, waiting for a chance like how to like, uh, I mean, uh, create a kind of a confusion in the society. Even before that, even just before Narendra Modi can, uh, could take oath, um, media is flooded with so many opinion pieces and people warning them, saying that country is going to fail, go through dire circumstances and like um, there uh, and uh, uh, without even having an idea about how country is going to be administered they have passed out a blanket statements or sweeping judgments saying that like they are going to be massive rights, they are going to be civil disorder in the society law enforcement will be severely crippled and things like that. So that was the first alarm they have raised against this government. And after that, it continued. And I would like to say that there were like actually, so to speak, three rounds of um, dissent. The first one I could say is like in 2015, which started with the award Vapasi movement. So the award Papacy movement, I should say, because like um, it was uh, uh, spearheaded by like Nain Tara on niece of uh, late uh, Prime Minister Jawaharlal Nehru, and like um, it's so surprising. Like uh, being a Kashmiri, she was never offended by uh, the genocide against the Kashmiris. Kashmiris were driven away from their fa- from their. Then places and then they are made to flood away, but nothing has affected her, and uh, she has received Sahitya Academy Award in 1986, and then just two years before, like uh, uh, six were like uh, massacred in the national capital region, but that hasn't even affected her, and little going back little uh further like even during emergency like around 4.3 4, uh, million people were sterilized even that couldn't like uh, really affect the conscience of these artists or writers or like uh, film uh, producers who at once have like declared that country is going through the most intolerant phase or this was, uh, or this is the most intolerant regime in the independent India. So around uh, 40, uh, around 50 people have like uh, written their Sahitya Academy Awards saying that uh, the government is repressive and it's fascist and then like their conscience doesn't permit them to have this kind of an award. But surprisingly, none of them have given back their financial incentives. Or perks from the government, or none of them have resigned, so to say. That has been the case, and uh, uh, and the cabal for the first time, like, had a kind of a success in the with this kind of a movement, or the ripples which they have created across the nation, in the sense like, uh, uh, their voices were noticed. Even these things are being highlighted across national and international media. There were debates uh, held, wide, wide range of debates were held discussing like whether India is really at uh, uh, the danger of slipping into an authoritative regime and things like that. So, but um, nothing of that sort has ever happened and since then they have been targeting each and every incident. They have been randomly choosing and picking up incidents that would choose their narrative. So immediately after September uh, uh, 2015, the first thing they have picked up was like uh, they targeted Maharashtra state government for imposing meat ban. For eight days, and this has been happening since a long time. In the sense, like from the Congress days, but never there has been hue or cry about this issue. And this eight-day meat ban is to honor the sentiments of Jains. Like uh, that is with regard to the Parushan thing, where they uh, it is like uh, an eight-day uh, uh, regime of uh, intense. Uh, uh, prayer, repentance, and reflection. So, in uh, honouring those sentiments of change, um, Maharashtra government has been following that, and this was immediately followed by like uh, uh, a kind of a protest in uh, IIT Madras, where they have raised voices against, uh, or like uh, rather they have uh, come down heavily on Ministry of uh, Human Resources for stop uh, for banning them from uh, uh, having ambedkar periyar group in the campus and uh, after that it just continued like uh, they have targeted like uh, uh, random aspects in the sense like uh, incidents where like dalits were dalits have been the victims or like uh, muslims have been victims and that has been a selective outrage they have continued that selective outrage, which, like, um, uh, again, it has uh, reached to a crescendo in uh, uh, January 26 with the suicide of uh, Rohit Vemula, where they allege that uh, this has been a Dalit repression. So, um, I mean, I had to stress up on this issue again, once again, because, like, uh, uh, 20 year old Abhishek. A Hindu boy who has also committed uh, suicide in Sringeri at the same time was like received no mention anywhere it's like only the selective instances like uh, people have been like uh, trying to project so that has been one of the uh, instance and then like uh, uh, after that like uh, um, it um, uh, right like li- right after january again in national capital region they have targeted uh, shri shri for um, uh, conducting this uh, world cultural festival on um, on banks of yamuna saying that it's going to have a very serious effect on the ecosystem on the river ecosystem but like uh, 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 Months after the uh, conference, the foundation had successfully proved that nothing has been affected. But what remains is to say that like uh, their uh, outrage or like uh, their angst with government has been so selective, that has been always to foster their narrative or to present that like they have been facing that kind of repression and things have changed in the present system.